Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. This uh, story might take 15 minutes to get through. I was reading it on ESPN earlier, and I was just amazed that it kept going on and on. And I tried to reduce it to only the relevant points. But then when I was done, I looked at it and I said, this might be 20 minutes of a segment. So I'm going to jump right into it. And I'm going to tell you, if you haven't been to the state, Wyoming is the most terrifying state in the union. You just get the feeling when you drive through or sit in a country redneck bar that you could die. You know, that's what I felt as I was in traveling through Wyoming in 2010. Wildlife, rednecks, hypothermia, getting stranded and nobody finding you, sliding off the road over a mountain pass. Like, Wyoming is a dangerous place. I kind of found the opposite. Really? I found the opposite because when we were... You were on a college campus. I went to... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I landed. I landed in Laramie, and I drove to Cheyenne. Okay. So it, it, it was one of the prettiest drive no, it is a pretty now, i didn't state. stop yeah. at a bar or like try and mess with people i just stayed on the road and it was like crisp sunny bright day it, it, in spring uh no it was football fall F- football, football fall. season okay football season yeah okay so well, I didn't, it was early enough the year i didn't have to deal with like flying snow what's the scariest state to you New Jersey. New, okay, yes, that's a good one. Maybe <laughs> Pennsylvania. Alaska would terrify me. One of the three states I haven't been to. I love Alaska. Only, there's only yeah. three states I haven't been to. Uh, but I could see Montana, Idaho, we'll and Alaska. Blended in with the polar bears. I mean, a moose could kill you. A polar bear could get you. Grizzly bear. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, so here's how the story opens up. This is Ryan Hawkinsmith, ESPN. Oh, A good friend never lets his buddy step in bear crap. So when Brady Lowry stumbled upon a fresh pile back in October, deep in the thick brush of the Wyoming wilderness near Yellowstone, he turned his head and began to alert Kendall Cummings. Those were almost his last words. They both loved the outdoors, and his wrestling season started up in early October. Brady had talked to Kendall about how much money he makes doing shed hunting. Okay, Shed hunting is where you go into the bush and you find animals with insane racks, you know, on their, uh, their antlers. And they just died. They didn't get hunted. Maybe they got shot and oh, ran and away they, and they died. They shake them off. Then they get the antlers and they go sell them. Yeah. And you yeah. can make yeah. like oh, okay. 300 bucks right. uh, yeah. for, for a great set or 500 bucks if you have yourself an amazing uh, day. They both love the outdoors. And, and they'd gone out with the two other Northwest College wrestlers. So they're on the Northwest College wrestling team up there in Wyoming. Gus Harrison and Oren Jackson along for the ride. They spent the 45-minute drive teasing Gus for wearing a bright red sweatshirt instead of camo or dark clothing. They kept telling him he was going to be a blinking food sign for any aggressive wildlife in the area. So they were aware, you're in a state where the wildlife is going to come get you. Hmm. They hike close to 15 miles in six hours. That's a that's a that's quite a hike right there. That's a hump. 
on the Bobcat Houlihan Trail, which sits on the outskirts of Yellowstone. As sunset approached, they split up into pairs and pointed toward a specific rock off in the distance where they could meet in an hour or so. Okay, you guys go this way. We're going to go that way. Mm. Up higher on the mountain, Brady and Kendall had waded into a deep brush so dense that it was almost impossible to see the ground. Kendall was about 50 feet away when he heard Brady yell, Hey, watch out for this big pile of bear bleep. That's when they heard a loud cracking noise. and Brady ended his sentence and was only able to blurt out, Bear! Before a 500-pound grizzly hit him squarely in the chest. What? <laughs> yeah. Like... Like just just straight up punched him, just barreled into him. Oh right. my! Head threw down, him, oh, threw him thirty okay. yards. I'm good on this. It's like a like a bull rush technique as a, I think as so. a pass yeah. rusher. Yeah. yeah, the bear rush. Okay, Brian Urlacher. Yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> the two wrestlers were in the toughest match of their life. Adewale Gunlie. Yeah. Tommy Harris. Okay, so Brady and Kendall are about fifty feet away from each Gary other. Fensick. Your buddy gets pushed down by a grizzly. All you see is him go up in the air and come down. Which way are you running? What are you doing at that point? You're 50 feet away. Your buddy's getting attacked by a grizzly bear. You've known bro for six weeks, but you hit it off big time. You're wrestling partners. You become roommates, your best buddies. 50 feet away. How do you handle that? I think any normal person other than, like, Khabib, uh, who's the Nurmagomedov? Yeah, he. I think he's the only person that's running to that bear, right? Any other person, just by sheer. I mean, it's a bear. It's a, like instant reaction is just to run, I, man. I'm flighting in that yeah. fight or flight situation. I'm getting the hell I think out I'm of flighting. I, I know. I, I hate. I hate myself for saying that, but I, I think I'm flighting. I, I I'll do this. I think I'm going to try and help you. Okay. I, think, I, I bet I, Brian would help. I, I'm going to try and make enough noise. I'm going to try okay. and distract. I'm going to throw a rock. I'm going to get close and try and hit it with a rock. Yeah, but you're, you were more prepared for this. Being in Lambeau all those years, you were kicking the Bears' ass we were left every, and right. Yeah, this we was, were, I, never, I think I lost one time to the Bears. House. But yeah, I think I would pick up a rock and try and like hit him, distract him, do something to maybe drag you out of there. Okay, attacks are rare. Yellowstone literature says there are about 1 in 2.7 million chance a person in Wyoming will be injured by a grizzly bear. Yellowstone's website says there have been 8 deaths from grizzly attacks in 150 years. One more than the number of deaths from falling trees. So it is rare. How would you rather go out? Bear? Die by bear? Tree. Death by tree. Tree's more instant, you think? Yeah. No, no, you're you're tree sudden. Tree tree sudden. Yeah. yeah bear bears kind of dragging you around you don't for see a meal. It coming. Yeah, you're you're kind of half alive being dragged around. Yeah. But threaten a grizzly's habitat, food supply, or a female's cubs and look out. A typical female grizzly weighs around five hundred and stands seven feet tall with a speed that tops out at about thirty. Ugh. And a mouth that can crush a bowling ball, son. Oh my god. Dear God. They crush bowling balls. That's what grizzly bears do with their mouth. They they said maybe the grizzly bear is actually the toughest animal, like hippos, tigers. They say the grizzly might be the number one seed. So Brady didn't stand a chance. Two-time Utah high school state champ, finished seventh in the country as a freshman, which means he spent his entire life locking horns and trying to leverage strong humans, but he's never felt anything like he did that day. The bear struck him and knocked him 30 yards across the ground. She ran right alongside his tumbling body, clobbering him as he rolled. He still remembers the way his body came to a stop and the bear started pawing at him, almost dribbling him up and down on the ground. Imagine one swing 30 yards. Unreal. Bear clubs you and 30 yards later, he's back on top of you. So Kendall now finds himself 30 yards away. Started 50 feet. Now he's more like 90 feet away, facing the bear's backside as the initial attack unfolds. He watched the indescribable brutality happening to his friend and couldn't believe how fast and vicious it was. He wanted to help, but how? 
he'd be tossed like a cornhole beanbag, too. And then they'd both be dead. Maybe he could haul ass and get Gus and Oren and come back, and they could try to outflank the bear. Gus had a gun, he remembered. Okay. And he knew Gus was an incredible shot. Maybe running was his best chance. But when he watched the bear pushing and pulling Brady, he realized his friend had maybe 30 seconds before he'd be dead. So he couldn't run. Yeah. As he watched, he couldn't help but flash to all those moments of him and Brady wrestling, grinding each other's faces to the mat, then pulling each other off the mat and doing it again. You know those families where everybody bickers and fights, but nobody else dares mess with any of them? That's how Kendall felt as the bear attacked. So Kendall started yelling. Bear! No no reaction from the bear. (laughs) Bear, please stop. Yes, that'd be me. Bear, stop it. He picked up a stick and threw it and hit the bear. Nothing. Threw a rock. There you go. A perfect strike in the middle of the bear's back. Still nothing. The bear was in kill mode and sticks and stones were not going to distract it. I couldn't even get her to budge, Kendall says. So he launched the most dangerous takedown attempt he ever had. Kendall ran and threw his body onto the bear's back, yanking on the fur around her neck. Oh. It got the grizzly's attention and, and, and she swung around just as Kendall released his hold and started sprinting away. Kendall hoped maybe his counterattack would confuse and distract the bear long enough that Brady could scrape himself off the ground and run into the opposite direction. That's the broadest strategy. Yeah. Maybe just maybe the bear would be content to just let them run off. But there's a reason most bear experts say the only way to survive a grizzly attack is to pretend you're dead. As Kendall took off running, he allowed himself one look over his shoulder to see what the bear was going to do. He watched in horror as she spun from Brady's collapsed body, took two giant gallops, and was on top of him. The violence was so gruesome it defies logic that anybody could survive it. She clubbed Kendall to the ground, pounded on top of him. Her mouth drove down toward his head, and he could smell the rancid breath of a creature that spends its life killing and eating raw meat. Her slobber flew all over him as he desperately tried to put his hands and arms into her mouth in in place of his face. Everybody's thinking about the movie with the bear attack, right? And Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Revenant, Revenant, yeah. But her mouth eventually clamped down on his face and head, biting several times until Kendall went limp on the ground. I thought that was it for me, he says. The bear looked at Kendall's still body for a few seconds, slowly lumbered away back toward where Brady had been. Kendall opened his eyes and tried to see if his friend had gotten away, but he had so much blood pouring down his face that he couldn't tell. He just knew that the bear was heading in the opposite direction and maybe he had a shot to get away. Finally, when the bear was out of sight, Kendall pulled himself up off the ground, started trying to find a path down the mountain. He was bleeding badly, and his bicep had been torn off the bone, but he was cognizant and full of adrenaline. He hoped he could find his three friends, and they could all get the hell out of there. But he wasn't even sure that Brady had survived that initial attack without thinking. Kendall yelled as loud as he could muster, Brady! And that's when he heard the crash and crunch of something that was not his friend. The bear was coming back. Oh, no. It knew that Kendall was alive. With a vengeance. Round two. Unbeknownst to Kendall, Brady scrambled to his feet as the bear initially turned her attention toward his friend. Brady screamed Kendall's name, but the bear was after him already. He saw Kendall moving faster than he thought was possible. So he hoped his friend could outrun the bear. So the initial kid gets up. He sees Kendall getting his ass kicked by a bear. And then the next thing he knows, Kendall's running down the hill faster than he'd ever imagined a human being able to run adrenaline so at that point brady pulled out his cell phone to call for help he made a run into the clearing to alert gus and Oren. he had the same thought that kendall had earlier maybe gus could get up there and shoot the bear 
He somehow got a signal and called 911, told the operator what happened and exactly where they were. At about the same time, he spotted Gus and Oren 200 yards away. The only reason he saw them, Gus's red sweatshirt. With the phone to his ear, Brady screamed help, waved his hand at the bottom of the hill. The two wrestlers couldn't make out what he was saying. Gus actually smiled and waved back. Hey, he thought Brady was just being a goofball. But as Brady wobbled down the trail, Gus and Oren could see that he was carrying his left arm like it was a baby. It became obvious that he hadn't been yelling hello. He needed help. They started sprinting up toward him and Gus ahead of Oren. He recognized the words bear and Kendall and then Gus really hit the gas. And as he streaked up the mountain, he pulled his gun and prepared to engage with the bear. These kids are badasses, man. They are, dude. They are badasses. Oh, my gosh. These must have been uh, Texas kids or maybe Texas offspring. Oren got to Brady and, and took the phone from him. The 911 operator was advising them to not go back into the woods and that help was on the way and they should get off the trail and head toward their cars and that they could not do anything to stop the grizzly themselves. What did Oren say? We're not leaving. Yeah, go, go bleach yourself. We're taking this grizzly down. That's exactly what he did and he hung up the phone. We're not leaving. This is some Vietnam stuff right here. He grabbed Brady and started up the hill after the red sweatshirt uh, running ahead of him. But Brady was in bad shape physically and emotionally. A bone in his forearm was broken in half. And it was poking out of his arm as he carried it like it wasn't even part of his own body. And even worse, he didn't even think he could look at whatever they were going to find at the top of the hill. Kendall is dead, he told Oren. He's dead. Kendall wasn't dead, but he was barely alive. As Gus closed in on the scene with his gun drawn, the bear got back to Kendall to strike him again. She leaned down and bit into his head, lifting his body completely off the ground. He felt the teeth crunch into his skull. Kendall was powerless. He had puncture wounds in his legs and shoulders by then, and there was something so deflating about the way the bear could manhandle him that he began to concede that he was not going to walk off the Bobcat Houlihan Trail that day. The bear held him there for a moment, dropped him into a heap on the ground. Kendall was so injured at that point that even if he had wanted to keep up the fight, he wouldn't have been able to. An eerie quiet descended upon the area as the bear just stood beside him. Kendall laid there, eyes closed, a calmness coming over him as he took what he thought would be his final breaths. The only thing he felt was the bear smushing her paw into his side. She was nudging him over and over. Kendall realized his backpack loaded with antlers they had found that day was so bulky she couldn't turn him over. Looking back now, he realizes she wanted to take his back and finish the kill. But the backpack kept him stuck on his side, which saved his life. Oh, wow. After 30 seconds of trying to flip him, the bear began to scoop dirt over his body. He hadn't moved. She was presuming him dead. Kendall thinks the dirt was her covering the carcass so she could go back, check on her cubs, and then return to eat him. As the seconds ticked by, though, Kendall began to wonder about his friend. Had Brady made it out? What if he was still alive somewhere and needed help? Kendall reached down toward his stomach, unhooked the latch from his backpack, and rolled it off. He toppled over onto his belly like the bear had been trying to do. His adrenaline had dipped just enough that he began to feel the pain of where his catastrophic injuries were. His head was punctured in multiple spots by the bear's teeth, and he had devastating bite marks up and down his body. He was in pure agony. But he dragged himself off the ground, this time didn't yell. (laughs) As he headed back down the trail, he kept looking over his shoulder, expecting her to come barreling over the brush again. He wiped the blood out of his eyes, pulled his phone out of his pocket, and was horrified and grateful at what he saw. There were deep bite marks that made the phone unusable, but he also saw a visceral reminder of the attack he'd been trying to escape. At that moment, he could tell the phone had acted like an unintended bulletproof vest for that part of his upper leg, shielding him just enough. No way. Where no major arteries were punctured by her teeth. But with no working phone, 
how would he call his teammate or 911? Turns out that help is coming. Kendall made it 100 yards or so when a streaking red sweatshirt arrived once again. Gus had his gun drawn <laughs> and was attempting to clear the scene like he'd been learning in his criminal justice classes at Northwest. <laughs> Let's go, boys! The truth is, the bear had chased Kendall out into the clearing, and Gus managed to shoot it even multiple times. The gun probably would have just pissed off the bear. Yeah, you need like a forty-four Magnum to really hurt a bear, or a big rifle. There was really only one way to survive. As they rested for a few seconds, they saw Orn and Brady struggling up the mountain. Brady's brain couldn't even handle it. He still was cradling his arm against his body, and he, as he turned away, he was so happy he couldn't look. His brain couldn't process that Kendall was not dead. Even when they met up and limped down the trail together, looking over their shoulders for the bear, Brady couldn't bring himself to look at the guy who had saved his life. Eventually, they made it a mile away from the attack and reached a spot where an ambulance picked him up. Later that night in the hospital, Brady's dad, Dallas, got to the hospital. That's why I said maybe a a Texas offspring. He'd been on a hunting trip himself and rushed from Utah to get to Billings, Montana, which I I guess is where they were life-flighted to. He couldn't stop staring at Kendall, marveling at a 21-year-old who risked everything for his son. You saved my son's life, he told Kendall. I would have rather died than have gotten away and known I could have helped, uh, said Kendall. And he said, I'm thirsty, so... The dad uh, took his order, ran to the Taco Bell, and got him one of those Arctic Blast thingies. Unreal. He so Baja much. Blast, baby. Yeah, the Baja Blast thingy. Yeah. Unbelievable story. Oh. It's on ESPN. It was definitely a, a TRDL candidate, uh, or TLDR. Um, but I, I love that story, man. And it, it made me wonder what I would do in that situation. It, it put me in, in the feelings of that dad who's arriving at the hospital looking at your son's best friend like, oh, my goodness. How do you ever repay that? Like the, yeah. yeah. And could Unreal. you do that? After hearing the story, would you want to do it? I don't think I would. It's a death sentence. Yeah. Dude. Kendall and Brady are the luckiest people ever. Yeah. So many things had to go right. The mm-hmm. phone, you know, protecting the backpack. Protecting. Yeah, so yeah. many things just kind of fell into place there to avoid death. Yeah. But sometimes maybe it's, it's better just to go out than to have to live with that guilt. He's a 21 year old man. You could be living with that for oh, 60 years. For sure. Yeah. That would stick with you forever. The what ifs on, on that kind of thing. But in that moment to, to, to have the courage to make a decision like that is that is insane, dude. That that needs to be the bear movie. Yeah, not, not, not the not the cocaine bear. The, the movie right? that they yeah, make we about need this yeah. is going to be freaking Absolutely. epic. It's a great story. Okay, we're going to set up our bet payoffs coming up in the 4 and 5 o'clock hour. Questions that will shock you. If you were listening to Crosstalk today, you got a little bit of a hint of that, but we're breaking down Uncle Sparky coming up in the 4 and 5 o'clock segments. we got a rim session coming up next, though. We'll talk about the latest uh, in the association next year on The Fan. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. We'll do a little around the rim here in just a minute. Segment's brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable uh, for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Franklin Frankel. Consultations always free, truckwreck.com. Yes, uh, questions that will shock you uh, coming up at 4 o'clock and then at 5 o'clock. One or both uh, teammates can wear Uncle Sparky, the shot caller, which will... Uh, put a hurting on you, as you saw in Crosstalk today with Woolchuck. The team with the most correct answers will win. Only the host that wears Sparky get a future bet immunity, though. Okay? So we need to draw for teams. We're going to make it random out of a hat. Uh, Eric uh, Eric Chiafal, do you want to draw who is going to be your teammate, essentially, right here? Sure, sure. Yeah, was, uh, no problem. No problem. Right. Get a good, uh, good rummage. Sure. I mean, teammates everything, right? You're only as good as uh, the weakest link. I believe so. And the weakest link for Team Chiafalo is Zach Wolchuk. Okay. Oh, All right. Boy. Here we go. Hey, I'm not going to be the one that's shocking you. One of these other two jerks are going to be. Is we tried right? to randomize it a, a, a little bit there. But, yeah, the the opposing team is in charge of the shock. So How did you pick me? Did you do this on purpose? No, I did, I did not do it on no, purpose. No, we, we, we wanted I to randomize you, it a little bit. I so promise you he's happier picking you than me. Must have been he, he meant feels, to be. What can you guys say? do have good yeah. chemistry. Yeah, I know you, we you do. do. We, and if we, if we did, you know, by random redraw, I would have, I would have drawn Brian on the second draw. Right. Oh. So, maybe thank next God time. I didn't. Maybe next time maybe we to win it, baby. Let's go. We <laughs> do have a month or so before the NBA playoffs, and and we're battling for immunity in our NBA Survivor Challenge. It's time now for Woolchuck and Chiafon to do their thing. Talk some hoop. Yes, sir. On a Friday, fifteen minutes away from Biggest Sell, Biggest Dub. Why don't we go ahead and cut the lights out? We put the kids down for that afternoon snoozer, and the G Bag Nation is going all the way around the rim. Rain dance. <laughs> Always a special occasion we, when we can open up a good old-fashioned rim sesh with a uh, little bit of Mavericks, 
nuggets. And little, Walchuk, I know you got a couple of nuggies. Little Mavies. Uh, but I did want to point out the athletics, Sam Amick, uh, talking about certain teams around the sport and how they're doing right now. And I did find it interesting that before the trade, the Mavericks had the 15th best net rating in the sport. They were 8th in offense. They were 24th in defense. After the trade, much smaller sample size for sure, but you'll find that they are 15th in net rating, uh, which is the exact same net rating they had. Uh, now, the the actual rating itself is slightly higher now. Their net rating would show that it is a little bit better, but where it ranks amongst the other 30 teams in the sport is still right there at 15th, dead balls average. Now, their offense has gone from 8th to 5th since the Kyrie trade. Their defense has gone from 24th to 25th. Uh, but they still end up just being the 15th best team in the sport from a net rating standpoint, which is exactly what it was before the trade. So. Okay. All right. And then I guess it was a fair trade. <laughs> yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. For sure. For why, sure. Why do you think they made the Kyrie trade? Because it, it's they were they were stagnant. This the, the team was going nowhere very quickly, and Kyrie, that lapped upon their shores, his trade demand, and it's like, wow, all of a sudden, a giant asset just became available, and whether or not, I mean, there's a scenario where this works where we retain him, and, and we got our duo with Luca for the next five years, and there's a scenario where he's off the books in the summer, and we do some type of sign and trade, and it was a move that could have ultimately been the move, or at very, you know, worst case, I think it's a good setup move. You know, I think they're in a better place now with the Kyrie trade than they were before when it comes to talent acquisition and having the ability to do different things. I think you have more options now that you have Kyrie. Are you going to run it back or is there going to be a signing trade? You can get more for Kyrie than anybody else you had on that roster. Do you feel like it's going so poorly right now that it's not going to I mean it's going to turn into sign and trade? No, I think it's going well enough, and you get max money if you stay with the team. So I think he's going to do the extension, and we'll see what happens next year. Now, I'm pretty sure if you do the sign and trade, you still get the max money. You can. So that's why these guys always wanted to do it. Hey, I can I can sign, get my money, and then the team that is moving on from me gets something for me. Yeah. Like it it kind of feels like the win all the way around. I get all my money, and the team I'm leaving in this scenario is going to get something in return for me. Right. So I think I still think that'd be the most likely option. I don't anticipate Kyrie still being here. Not like 100%, but if you had to tell me to bet right now, is Kyrie a Mav next season? No, I would think in the summertime, there is he's going to want to be somewhere else. He's going to probably still get all of his money, and that will allow the Mavericks to get something in return for him. Again, he is an asset. Now, when it comes to the Mavericks, today we got news from Callie Kaplan. Uh, if you missed this earlier, Luka is going to be out tomorrow against the Grizz. They're listing him as day-to-day. You've got Kyrie who missed practice for personal reasons, but hopefully he can rejoin the team in Memphis, according to didn't, Jason Kidd. Yeah, it didn't sound it didn't sound threatening there. Reggie Bullock, JaVale McGee, and Maxi Kleba, though, all going to be good to go. So you will have Maxi and Reggie Bullock. That's that's fantastic news for the Mavericks. Now, Callie Kaplan also writing as we get closer and closer to the postseason, and it's not a foregone conclusion with how just jam-packed the, the West is and how close everybody is that the Mavericks are even going to be in the playoffs. They've got to hmm. make sure they keep winning games hmm. uh, or else, look, they could slide out of this thing. They're right now sitting at eight, and they're just about a game and a half up on their two and a half games up on Utah, who's the team right now that's the, the first team out of the play-in. Yeah, they beat them the other day. Though. So yeah. they did, but they, they got to make sure they keep taking care of their business. But Callie Kaplan wrote an article about 
the pros and cons for every potential matchup. Is there a team that you guys are like, man, the Mavericks need to avoid this team at all costs in the first round? <sighs> Denver and Golden State? Yeah, uh, that's that's probably fair. And honestly, I think you could put Phoenix in there too if Kevin Durant was for sure healthy, even though from an entertainment standpoint and the bad blood, I, I do really want to see it. Mm-hmm. Well, Denver pros against playing them. Before you split four games this year, the Mavs won two of three regular season contests against the Nuggets in each of the last three years since the 2019-2020 campaign. And he mentioned, or she mentioned, look, you don't need to worry about Luka being out. And he has been fantastic against the Nuggets' defense. He's always played really, really well in his career. He usually played really well against the Pelicans, too. Against the Nuggets, sure. That Pelicans game wasn't very good for him the other day. Cons, though? Altitude. Yeah. Mavs did manage a a rare win in Denver on the second night of a back-to-back back in December. But the Nuggets are 30-5 and five at home this year. They're really good at home. And you've got Nikola Jokic, who is about to win his third consecutive MVP. They're playing like the best team in the West. Is this finally the year things kind of come together for Denver? I'm kind of thinking it might be. So, yeah. clearly, that's a team that you, you might want to avoid. Yeah, because that's also a team that's actually, like, putting truth to blood, sweat, and tears. Like, with the amount of blood that Jokic is, just has pouring out of his elbows and shoulders. Every, and it's weird how every single game, he looks like he just got out of the bear attack that we were mm. just reading about. I don't know what it is about Jokic, but he's got blood dripping from his elbows after every single game. Gashes, scratches. I don't know what the deal is, but he's clearly doing the blood, sweat, and tears in a way yeah. that I don't know that everybody, every team is. Shaq dealt with that, too. You're so big, and they can't stop you or really hurt you as you're rumbling towards the lane, but they're giving you hell on, yeah. on your way there, and and the big guys do bear a, a lot of that brunt. I want to th- rethink the Kings, though. I was watching them against the Knicks oh. last night. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming over there with you, Brian. They're, you, they're legit, and, <laughs> and De'Aaron Fox is very similar to Kyrie Irving. Yeah. well, uh, He just has more hops. Kings are next up. And the pros to the Kings are at least that's a team that does not have a lot of playoff experience. And yeah. they even haven't with, in like 20 years. Roster. It's been 16 years yeah. since the teams <laughs> made it, but yeah. even players on their roster don't have a lot. And you know, the Mavs core rotation does have that. So that could bode well for them. The Kings also boast the 25th defensive rating in the sport. And we know how good the Mavericks offense is. The con, though, Mavs defense also really bad. And the Kings' offense is one of the top-rated they units. They shoot very well. In all of uh, the NBA. So you got De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis. They're going to cause problems. I've had a silent bet going on with our uh, our, our G-Bag Nation friend, big-time Tolo, Raider Joe. Oh, who yeah. Who lives in... Uh, he blows me up after every Kings yeah, win. He's always tagging me in light the beam light, things. Light the beam. He's, uh, he's, 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 beam. he's a bandwagon fan for sure. I think he was, he was loving the Warriors last year, and now he's out west, and he's loving the Kings. Uh, Shout-out to Raider Joe. But we did have a quiet bet that after the All-Star break and after the Kyrie trade that the Mavs would win more games than the Kings. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. And so my payoff for that particular bet, I think I'm going to have to wear like a light the beam shirt or something during a show one of these days. Yeah, okay. Uh, Once the regular season's officially over. Then there's the Grizz and the Suns. Now, I think both of those would be fantastic series. And recent history shows the, the Grizzlies might be the most favorable matchup for the Mavs. They've won four of their last five against Memphis. They got a blowout victory in the home opener, but Memphis right now is also spiraling. You know, they're, they're one of those teams where who knows what happens without well, Joe, but they are four and seven without him. Yeah, but a lot of internal trouble there. Yeah. Because you, when you have the player own only meetings, 
then you're starting to get little pockets of guys talking about other little pockets of guys. And that that that's never a good thing when you're trying to kind of pull things together. But is the matchup we're kind of all rooting for, even though it might be just a, a tough one to win, but it's the Suns. Because you've yeah. got every fan that's going to be glued in. You've got Kyrie, KD. You've got Devin Booker, Luka. I mean, the game that they just had last week was amazing. The cons, of course, are just that tandem with Devin Booker and KD. Right. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's a bad. It's a bad matchup if you let Kyrie get to the left elbow and just keep knocking down shots, which the Mavs will or do. Or OKD, you mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, watching that the other day, it was like, okay. And who knows how this KD injury changes things. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was the most uh, benign basketball move you could ever do. Just go up for a simple defenseless layup and you're you're getting injured, like in Kevin Durant. that That's something that could easily – his health hey. his health was the biggest thing keeping anybody from going, yeah, that's for sure. About what, Once the trade went down, it's like, yeah, that is the best. But the health – is not always there. And these to dudes, roll your ankle there is bad. These dudes are so tall that when they get hurt, they look so awkward doing it. It's, it's a long like, fall it, to the ground. It's like, yeah, it's crazy like those how those thin ankles and stuff just don't flex very well. Yeah. All righty. Thank you, Woolchuck. Thank you, Chia Fallo. There is a second John Morant teenager assault story coming oh, out geez. of uh, Tennessee this afternoon as well. So we'll hope for the best on that as uh, they're taking a look into it. Apparently, uh, he was watching his sister play a volleyball game and somebody called her the, the B word and, and things got weird and maybe uh, somebody got beat up by John Morant. Okay, uh, where are we going next, Chief? Uh, biggest L, Biggest Dub, 877-881-1053. Where have you taken some L's this week? More importantly, where have you gotten some personal victories? That's next right here on The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Thank you, Lucius. It's a fun Friday coming up at 4 o'clock. Questions that will shock you. Uncle Sparky is back in the studio, and he's got a friend that might be more powerful than the original. Uh, Chiafalo shocked the hell out of Wolchuk for a DAC opinion in uh, in crosstalk. Bad and take. We're competing for uh, a bad payoff immunity coming up at 4. I didn't four. get to give it. We'll do it again at 5. Here's Chief with Biggest L, Biggest Dub. Yes, sir. 877-881-1053. Where have you taken some L's this week? But more importantly, where have you gotten some personal victories? Man, let's party. So I think I'm just going to come out of the gate to the biggest dub of the week. I'm going to give it to my guy, the Wooly Bully, man. The dub in Wolchuk stands for biggest dub of the week. I, I, I've come away very, very impressed with the week that Wolchuk has had, and it's a culmination of oh, almost geez. a year now. Shredding all the weight, but now what is he doing? He's getting in the dang weight room. He's lifting a little bit of weights. After every break, what is he doing? Walking. He's trying to get those extra steps in up here. I know he's walking in the morning. He was pulling two-a-days you know, a few months ago. I think he's pulling three-a-days now. Don't, don't let he's this fool lifting you. weights. He's uh, thinking is, about what doing something. What are you going to say don't, here? Don't let this fool you. What does my man have coming up next Wednesday? Oh, oh he's prepping dolls. for baby yeah, dolls. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's man a good point. Is, oh, have you been working out? Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's doing the pre he's doing the workout, but he oh. realizes he's going to <laughs> fall completely off the wagon yeah. when he goes oh, to baby dolls. I gotcha. Because yeah. they got the buffet. The, the Tolos buffet. will show up. Yeah, and I can't eat the buffet. And the, 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 oh, you'll, oh, you'll like kind of, you'll look at that. Cheat day. Yeah, exactly. Not on a Wednesday, not halfway through the You're week. Dialed. You're that. dialed. You're dialed. I can he see he it in try, his eyes. He's trying to make himself really feel good about the weigh-in this I am weekend. I in the home stretch here, Brian. I'm trying to push to the finish line. Yeah, but you're also trying to get yourself right so you can go make a fool of yourself at Baby Dolls. I, th- I, do well, think I always a, do make a fool of myself at Baby point. Dolls. <laughs> that, is a, that is a good point. Something I hadn't considered there, Broadus. But point stands nonetheless. Biggest dub of the I, week, and there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you, I'm saying that. I'm saying that's Walt an L. That's an L. Proud of you, sir. That's a big no, L. No, he's losing L. Gosh dang it, yeah. The L's next week. This is a dub. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I like the way you put that. Yeah, yeah, don't get ahead of ourselves. The L will come. The L will be next I, week. I took an L last night. They they delivered our basketball goal, and I know you shouldn't order heavy stuff from Amazon, but damn it, they have it up there, and I don't want to get it at the store myself. But the box was so busted. Like three parts are hanging out the top. It's shredded all along the sides. I'm going into a basketball goal construction not knowing if all the parts are inside the oh, box. Oh, miserable. Miserable. Did you get the mixer, the uh, cement mixer? I'm about to, uh, about to run it tomorrow or, or Sunday at Home Depot. I will say, though, if you are one of the people that are putting those boxes together, in your mind you're thinking, just leave one little, you know, one okay, yeah. <laughs> one little Easter egg that's out of here, just a mind bleep. You know, from a prank standpoint, just, that just, would be kind of enticing. <laughs> if I'm boxing crap up all the time, and I just know there's one mystery box, some hey. schmuck is going to okay. be sitting there. If somebody in Philly is ordering it. Instructions that mean nothing. Yeah. Okay. Dawson is putting together this basketball goal. How many extra pieces do you think you'll have left over? 
I was going to put the over under at two and a half. And he I'm will have at least two wing nuts. There'll be two wing nuts, probably a screw that probably needed to be put somewhere. Oh, that's just extra yeah. stuff they yeah. send just in case. Oh, look. It just, yeah. Oh, you need these extra wing nuts just to kind of secure yeah. it. <laughs> uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a bit half-assed in nature, but it's going to get the job done. I have no uh, I have no doubt about that. Thank you, Chief. Uh, what's the over under on like time? Much more supportive than this guy over here brought us. <laughs> going your, full on crusty today. It's going to be your teammate. In 11 minutes, by the way. I, by the way, I did apologize to Gavin during the break. For what? For, for being your teammate? Just being no, a terrible for, person. No, for getting shocked. He's oh, going to get yeah. shocked today. That's true. I, yeah. Dawson is going to get shocked today. I'm, 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 sorry. Job, I'm really? sorry. I'm sorry, Dawson. I, mean, I totally forgot what the rules are and what we're even doing. I know. Me too, man. Uh, but it's always house rules. And this is my house. So we're going to win. Fair enough. Walchuk, just feel good about that. Woo! Victory. Uh, speaking of dubs, I will say I wasn't even going to give him one, but it just made me think about it. Pat Mahomes, did y'all see the video of him? Sky Moore uh, tweeted out the oh, wide receiver for the yes, Chiefs. I Looks did. like they're all still doing some post Super Bowl celebration team them. bonding yeah, stuff. Good. They're in one of their mansions, and it's Kelsey, it's Mahomes, and Mahomes just goes just in a row, just clears out a beer pong table. Wow! Just, it just he he got balls back every time Wreck and just em. completely ended. <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. Good, I've never played beer pong with anybody from Texas Tech that wasn't really good at it. Now Doug Free's wife was really good at it hmm. back in the day. Played with her one time at the Texas Motor Speedway. She has like. Like Doug, she's real tall, so she had that reach. Like mm. she could go, that elbow was crossing. But I've never played beer pong with anybody from Tech that wasn't good at yeah. it. She, was she a uh, a knee bender like uh, like Doug, or more of a waist bender? She was kind of a knee bender. Wow, knee man. bender, good but technique, long, long, and yeah, she could clear a table. There's going to be some good kids. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no question about that. Big L to the North Carolina basketball program, my dear God. <laughs> preseason uh, one, huh? Yeah, UNC will Ouch. be the first preseason number one team to fail to make the NCAA tournament in the 64, 65, and 68 team era. Uh, the single, uh, I guess, worst season ever uh, based on what the expectations were. Coming there, number I think they one, were twenty and, and fourteen this year, I think. Yeah, they were just they were just really not good uh, across the board there. So huge L to North Carolina basketball. Six eight two biggest L hit the fishing hole after work on Tuesday. Uh-oh. Landed a big old goose egg. Biggest dub oh. though. Got a rare two day weekend and big river catfish waiting on my bait. So it's okay. redemption time. Okay. He took the early week L, but he feels like he's going to come out of the weekend with a giant catfish sized victory. Man, going fishing all weekends in L. There's so much better stuff to do. I don't get it why these people love fishing so much. What is it with you, Brian? You're just sitting there. I'll tell you what, man. There's nothing Oh, got a snag. Got to cut the line and rehook it. Get some new weights out. Hey, that's why you go to the fishing expo over in Fort Worth. You learn about all that stuff. That's right. That's That's where you're going to be all weekend. That's a dub. Learn not to get uh, uh, hung up. Okay. Well, you won't see me close to that event. I hope you guys have a great time. I want to see highlights of the basketball goal going up. Okay. You'll see it in all of its glory. I I want to see it. It'd be like a 24-hour video. (laughs) Dawson's sitting sitting on the curb, just all frustrated. I've gotten really good at following instructions on these things. It's it's a dad skill I picked up. Like, I used to not be trustable for something like this. I'd get impatient and yell at the sky and just throw it all away, but now I'm I'm good. That's where I'm at. That's the stage of fatherhood I'm at. (laughs) I'm just like, bleep this, honey. You're going to have to figure it out. I get home from work and it's done. (laughs) You guys aren't old enough to put together models, are you? Oh, no. I did a couple of those. Models? I was not good at it as a kid. I tell you what, models, like the little like cars. Airplanes, cars. Yeah, not me. I, I don't think I ever built one with the instructions. Wow. I think I just looked at the box and kind of thought, okay, this is what a P-51 Mustang looks like. You know, you the airplane. And I would just make it. But, but I, I'm like you. I couldn't get the decals 
I was yeah. too impatient. It's too tedious. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, get the surface wet. And, you know, I never – I just tried to peel them off and put them on the plate. <laughs> Don't do it right. Just get it together. And that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm with Dawson on this. I, yeah. I, I, you learn in life that you have to follow But the then you grow up. Yep. Yep. That's you, right. You do. Uh, 817, a big dub. Eight-week-old babies finally sleeping more than two hours at a time. There you go. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Congrats. Baby steps on that one, dude. That's a, that's, a, that's a grind that I know all too well. 214, Mr. Nasty, biggest L. Got to pay twenty six hundo to the government for tax season. That's got to be a rude awakening. Yeah, I've never that, had that, that where I owe them money. I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah, you want to always break even if Oof. you can. Just I'm looking. Even. I'm looking for a giant payday, bro. I, That's I what I'm looking money. for. Right? Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I a guess a lot I don't of jobs, jobs, man. Uh, you get all these extra jobs and stuff, man. Yeah, I, I owed money. Yeah. Jeez, it bro. is what it is. Oh, that's a huge, huge bummer right there. Uh, let's see. We have 214 took an L this week. Last year uh, took an added responsibility at work. Manager said this would look good on my yearly merit increase. Merit increase came, and it's uh, the worst it's been in my 19 years with the company. <laughs> oh, that is brutal. Oh, we're laughing. That probably hits your bonus, too. I'm sorry that, for laughing, but I could see Genuinely him, sorry. Sitting, him or her sitting at her desk just kind of just so depressed. Upset like, as hell. Yeah, like, why do I want to work Poor here thing. anymore? Oh, the 817, uh, my L is that I'm a nurse and I got pee thrown at me by a patient. How does that even happen? Oh, no. Maybe they were so, like bottled bottle up and then they and threw then they it just or like chunked it. Just like splashing hey, take it, your pee. pee in the hands and then like just <laughs> Could it be the test? Could it be pee in the cup? Could it be the pee in the cup thing? Yeah, and it's got to be. It to you and it splashed on you kind of a thing? That seems to be my guess there, You guys Broadus, fill absolutely. that thing up? No, guys... those people get ornery. Those those people get mean. Hell yeah, yeah. I fill yeah. that thing up. I want them they to know do. how much I can pee. Life of a nurse is no joke, so mm-hmm. shout out to all you out there. And the 817 bachelor party is tomorrow. Big dub. Congratulations, sir. Let the, let the woolly bully know where it's going to be. He will crash that thing. I will be I there. I guarantee you. And we will do haircuts. Be the life of that party. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Not all you'll do. Questions that'll shock you. Round one mm. coming up next here in the G-Bag Nation. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid 
plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.